Hello and welcome to A Bit Above Podcast. I'm Audra. And I'm Hadassah. And we are two average women living oceans apart. Our show displays a reachable lifestyle where we work to be better versions of ourselves in our day-to-day life. We know that the constant strive for perfection can lead to anxieties and disappointment, so we make changes that enhance our lives without giving up the things we love. Join us each week as we chat about motherhood, positivity, feel-good stories, relationships, and everything in between. I'm back this week. I'm feeling better. Sounds 10 times better. How are you feeling? I mean, I sound like four times better, maybe not 10. Before it was really bad. Now I'm just, I have like this standard cold and cough. And but before it was like an extreme cold and cough. Extreme is an understatement. You literally sounded like a 90 year old smoker driving a truck. Like it was awful. Oh, I still sound like that. (laughs) You couldn't even come out with a full sentence without like, coughing and gagging and then I wanted to gag and I wasn't even ill (laughs) I'm sorry can I just slip in that I was not gagging (laughs) that's just from your perspective but there was no gagging on my part okay Okay. coughing repeatedly which makes other people want to gag (laughs) how's that I'm still like that like four seconds ago, I was on um, mute while you were putting your lotion on and I was just like coughing <laughs> for like so long. And when I laugh, I sound like this. Yeah, like a very old smoker. Oh, gosh. Well, I'm glad you're better as a whole. But like how many days would you say you were pretty much like down and out for the cold? I would say like four days, something like that. And then the rest was just like normal, like like how I am now. But I'm just grateful that you guys did it like you and Corey, because I would have done it like I was I mean, I was prepared. We had everything planned and I'm just like talking to you and I'm just like coughing, coughing, coughing. And you're just like, "Um, honey, we already switched the plan. (laughs) You're not (laughs) doing it this week. It was funny because I was like trying to, you know, we're trying to come up with all the things and how to do it. And the more I'm listening to you, I'm like, you are an editing nightmare. Like, how do you get rid of? like a hacking cough. Like I don't even, <laughs> could you imagine you like trying to explain something more than one <laughs> sentence long? <laughs> like, oh, how do you edit the middle of that? I know we would definitely have to edit out. I mean, we still will have to edit out a lot of coughing in this episode, but um, I guess I do have a question for you. How did you record on one mic? Like, were you guys like sitting next to each other and like leaning in? Like, how did it work? Yep. Basically, I made him lean in. Um, He does have, as we uncovered, a loud voice, as I say, a big (laughs) mouth. So he was able to sit a little bit further away from the mic. But yeah, shared one mic. mic, um, And instead of doing it a regular way, I just went through straight Adobe in, you know, good old laptop. So thank gosh for mics, people. (laughs) Here's a question. If you had to rate this week, I know we're sort of in the middle of it, but what number would you give this week? Oh, gosh. I wish we could give each day a different number. I really (laughs) feel like we're on hump day and I've already gone on a roller coaster. As a whole, like I feel like every hour for me would be a different number, but as a whole. I'm going to come in at a, a three. It's a three kind of week. Yeah. I was going to say like a four. (laughs) Yeah. I I almost gave it a four, but it wasn't even four worthy for me right now. I was thinking about my number because, well, it was my question. So obviously I thought of it already. And I was thinking four, but 
Then I'm like, should I say three? And I was like, well, I don't want to sound depressed. So I was like four. No one wants to admit to number one. (laughs) This week, um, I guess the weather's fine here, but it's more just like the things that keep happening this week. I guess I'll start off by saying that at this time of the month, I probably would normally be a little more emotional. (laughs) I want to start by saying that not because I feel like I owe anyone a timeline (laughs) or a schedule, (laughs) but because it may tie into how I might have reacted this week to things. Cause like, I mean, the first time I cried, I was like, okay, I already know it's coming. (laughs) (laughs) Little disclaimer to the week. (laughs) Yeah. And it's not a disclaimer. Like everything I felt this week was not right or like not true. It was just more on how I handled it. I feel like I do things that I love. Like, I don't think my life is filled with things I don't like, but even if you do the things you love, or if you have a good job, you like, not every day do you love it. Like, even if it's not the job that you don't love, but it could just be the day that you don't love. So not every Girl, day. It's not. so true though. You could love doing absolutely nothing and still get bugged out by doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> you could <Yeah>. definitely, <laughs> you know, have a day, even though you're doing something that you love, but you're not actually loving it at that moment or that particular day. Like I totally get that. There were good moments. Like I've had just times that were really good. Like my daughter started crawling. No, we didn't see it, but I did see a video of it. So um, it's like an army crawl, but it's definitely an army crawl. Like you wait till she gets those knees up, but it's still cute no matter what. Yeah. Oh, so, so cute. So cute. I know. I just want to pinch her. I know. Me too. Okay. She's sleeping. Okay, fine. (laughs) (laughs) No waking the baby. I did read and I don't know. I didn't look at the calendar, so I don't know if I'm right. But there was a full moon early this week. Like oh, that makes sense. Weekend or something. I know. I'm just putting it together now. I'm like, oh, maybe that explains a lot. Maybe it yeah. explains absolutely nothing. Who knows? But we are halfway through the week. So maybe the uptick will be the rest of the week will be fantastic. Audrey, you know what happens at the second end of the week for us? We're so busy. That's the times we put out episodes. Like today is editing and putting out, which is great. Today's Wednesday. Like... I mean, you just not, said putting out again. <laughs> oh, I'm putting out every day. That's not just today. But you do you. <laughs> oh my God. But basically, so then today, yeah, we're gonna edit and upload and stuff like that. So I mean it's not bad busy. It's just not like free time busy. <laughs> it's like Yeah. No, but but maybe if we're busy with this, then we're not busy having anything else go maybe awry. So there's some positivity. <laughs> I don't even know like how many things actually went wrong. I think it was just how I handled regular life. <laughs> like, Yeah, I'm definitely not handling life right this week or probably <laughs> last week. Maybe next week's going to look a little shoddy. Who knows? Yeah. This week was interesting for the B team like group that Audra and I are in. We made a video for Amy, who is one of the members of the Bobby Bone Show. When her dad passed away, we made her a video where we did like a slideshow of very many B-teamers from like all over the world. Like I think it was like 70 something people. And we sent that to her. And, you know, it wasn't the first project we've ever done as a group, but this one felt differently. You know, it. I mean, just the way she reacted and she talked about how much like it enlightened her. What was the word she used? Like, uh, I think enlightened was the word. No, I don't think so. No, it, you don't? Well, it, you know, what's the best part is that she talked about it on so many different platforms. Yeah, she we talked about it on the easily, radio show. Yeah, we could easily find out what word it was. <laughs> Instagram Live, her podcast, like it, it just meant a lot to her. And so that that's really 
special to be part of. And just shout out to Caden, who is another B-teamer. He's been on our podcast. He has his own podcast. For Caden Elms, his podcast is Rolling Through Life. He is very talented in video editing and stuff. So he's been editing most of our projects and videos and stuff. And just being able to have him put together this beautiful thing that really made her feel our love. Like that was a special moment for me. And I did feel happiness. It wasn't like my week was all bad. It was so special. Like that, that day was really good. You know, I think it was amazing because we brighten the spirits of somebody who just went through something that was painful, right? And so we didn't want to make her sad, but I think, I know she said she had tears, but you know, were they happy tears? I'm hoping so, you know? I think she just feels the love. I know that she did say, she knows she's on a radio show. She knows that there are avid listeners to the radio shows that people listen to, right? You know, she was kind of hinting that the B team, because there are so many of us that we might be just a little bit different than your average show love and listener. Yes. And the B team is the listeners. Yeah. Yeah. That we just kind of go like above and beyond and we do projects. So what else do we want to get into before we talk about what we have? Anything going on with you? Okay. This plays off the anxiety and I won't go heavily into it, but I went to bed really, really late after watching Bobby Bones from the Bobby Bones show on Twitch last night after (laughs) an hour of his Twitch show and then 40 minutes of him and Eddie from the show playing Jenga that was extremely intense for everybody watching. And we were all just like, it's going to fall. But nope, 40 minutes later before it fell, I woke up probably about four hours after I fell asleep, woke up with anxiety. Like anxiety woke me up. I've gone to bed with anxiety, but I have never been woken up by anxiety. And it scared the bleep out of me. I will bleep myself. It scared the bleep out of me. What was your thoughts when it happened? It was so many racing thoughts. I mean, there's everything from money, right? You don't even need to be struggling with money, but money's running through my head. My youngest is going off to college. So will I have empty nest soon? You know, my sister had to deal with that and it wasn't an easy transition for her. And so I'm thinking I'm going to take everything like a champ. You know, you have all this positive spin on everything, but clearly if you're being woken up by anxiety and you have all these racing thoughts, all these things started flooding my mind at you know, 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> I'm like, why is this happening to me? This was oh, the middle of the God. night. Yeah. Oh, not this morning. Yeah. Like a, f- a few hours ago. Yeah. It, no, yeah. I mean, it was 3.30 in the morning, about four oh. hours after I went to bed. I went to it like in a panic. You could have messaged me. I went on Facebook and I thought for a second, like to just to peruse through, there was a whole womp and one notification. So I figured, well, everybody else must be sleeping. <laughs> oh my God. I have not checked Facebook in years and not had more than 15 at a time. <laughs> <laughs> well, during the day, it definitely is a lot different, but 3.30 in the morning seems like a pretty good time because nobody's yeah. doing much. <laughs> I'm not popular. I just want to say that it's not because I have so many friends and I'm so popular. It's only because of the group, really. <laughs> Before that, I would have like once a week a message. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably fall in the same category. But then again, if it wasn't for the group, truly, I wasn't even on for seven or eight years. So there's definitely a huge gap of 
just wasn't even Facebook wasn't even part of my life. And it was a great run because <laughs> I didn't have to worry about things, but not like Facebook makes me worry or the things that I see. Like if I don't like something, 30 days snooze those people. I know how to handle that stuff. But the raising thoughts thing, I've been struggling with that for years. And I listen to a lot of guided meditation. I mean, I know you gave me some slack for it. Like this no, is probably no. why I, no, I don't not like slack, slack like negative, like you just, you know, poke a little fun because I try to make <sighs> us to join in on meditation rooms on Clubhouse, but oh my um, God. which is an app. And I make her download the Calm app and <laughs> do all the things. Well, you, I'm not judging your use of meditation. I think that's a really great out, outlet, you know, and I use it when I try to go to sleep every night. Um, I'm trying to do the being intentional about um, doing the affirmations. And in that way, that is some kind of meditation too, I think, you know. Well, it is because here's the kicker. Here's the funny part. As you say that, I listen to them all night long. And so I have a playlist and it just plays, right? Well, the one that I woke up to, the guy was <laughs> now annoying me what he was saying. And I click on it and it's affirmations for a positive mindset and health. And I don't know what the other key part is because it wasn't up on the title where my phone was showing me. And I was like, skip. And I went to the next one. And the next one was about anxiety. And oh, what was the other thing? Anxiety. Yeah, like it was it was a saving grace. Let's just put it that way, because I thought to myself, if I don't fall back asleep in about 20 minutes or so, I'm going to have to like put on TV and watch, you know, like Nat Geo or something. Not that that puts me to sleep, people, but it may, you know, call me watching like animals. I have no idea, but that's my go to if I have to put on the TV to put myself back to sleep. But guess what? I woke up another four hours later, like, wow, I went back to sleep and I didn't have to put on a TV or something to make myself fall asleep. So that one did work. But whatever that other dude was saying about the affirmations, I know he was saying like, I love my life and I'm so positive. And here I am waking up all stressed, hot and bothered. It's like, I can't listen to you, buddy. <laughs> this is something that we've been wanting to talk about for the past few weeks, but we keep almost like overstepping it with so many other things that we want to talk about, which is why we are such great friends is we both love to talk. So we always have plenty of things to say, but I want to get into this because I'm curious what you're going to say about it. This is about our roles that we have in the house. Audra just made a face because it seems like I just touched <laughs> on a sensitive spot. But um, <laughs> can we just go over how our weeks were already going? <laughs> Look, if we wanted to come here and talk about all the things that we don't like, that's a whole nother podcast we could do, you know, <laughs> but we got to We got to still get down in business because I've been saying that I need help with my household and not my, I don't need help taking care of it. I need help learning how to take care of it myself. I sometimes feel like I have a lot of things on my plate. And I think just like anything in life, you have to sort out your system. And I don't really have a system in my house and like how things get done efficiently. So I guess a good conversation to have is like, what are the roles that you and your partner, I guess you'd say, do your, do your children have um, roles? <laughs> oh, Yeah. Um, I give them roles. They go right out the window. So no. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> not at these ages. Yeah, they no. <laughs> so like to clarify, this doesn't have anything to do with like gender roles, because um, I personally don't think that like being a girl makes me need to do certain things. I do think like other people in the household might think that, <laughs> but I don't believe that. 
I think uh, here uh, in 2021, we should be focusing on what we want, what we feel uh, capable of doing, period, and what our partner wants to feel like they could be capable of doing. Uh, oh, absolutely. And don't forget yeah. the strength part of it. Like, I'm not about to go lift no 50 pound bag of, you know, pellets or soil or, well, pretty much anything that weighs around 50 pounds or so. I'm just not that, you know, what's the word? Um, Strong. Yep, that would be it. <laughs> I'm definitely. Def okay, just needed one. The first one was fine. <laughs> okay, I'm going to read you a chore and you tell me who like mostly does it and be like me x percent and him x percent okay okay so the trash oh um <laughs> <laughs> define like the role of the trash because like taking out the trash <laughs> okay i put it out on the porch he brings it to the garbage can and then he brings the garbage cans to okay, the so him 100 percent. him 100 <laughs> okay yeah pretty much yeah. what about the litter box oh uh me zero percent <laughs> okay well let me answer the first two trash zero percent litter box zero percent me he does those two things and now i know i could take out the trash and i have many times before i met him you know but now i just don't like the experience i don't like taking this big bag that's almost the size of you and like Try not to like rip it because you don't want the, the juices to spill on the floor. You don't want it to touch you either. So you're holding also, it weird. <laughs> Ow, <and> like you. <laughs> and in Israel, like you have to open these big dumpsters and which we just learned like a week or two ago that you could just press it with your foot. But oops. Okay. What? <laughs> and I have, I'm sure I've taken out the trash. I mean, trust me, I've seen it like once a month, maybe once every two months or once every three months, but that's how it works. The litter box. We got a cat when I was pregnant. And I guess that kind of grandfathered into how we were doing uh, things now. <laughs> wait, okay. The same here. But my kids are way older and that's still the rule of thumb on who does the litter box. Oh, who's pregnant or not? No, but it was based on me being pregnant and the doctor said I can't do kitty litter. And yes. my kids are way, way past. I'm not pregnant and they're like <laughs> way old. And I still am like, no, the doctor says it's not good for me. Yeah, my my husband thinks like, oh, I'm not pregnant anymore. I need to do it. But I keep telling him like, um, no, like you'll do it anyways if I don't. So why should I offer another service? And, <laughs> but then he's like, well, I'm not going to change any of Leah's diapers. And I'm like, uh, yeah, OK. Yeah, <laughs> you came to me once a freaking week begging me for whatever cat you found on the street for like two years straight. So I finally gave you a cat and now I'm I have to clean the litter. I love him. <laughs> I'm not touching his poop. The cat, not my husband. <laughs> <laughs> That's good clarification there. Just in case anyone was wondering, could I help out with the litter? Absolutely. Do I volunteer my services for that? Oh, Absolutely no. not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what about the dishes? For the current time, I would say I'm 75%. He's 25%. You mean... The dishwasher, 100%. Well, I was just going to say, like, maybe 25, 25 and 50 goes to the dishwasher. There are some things you can't put in a dishwasher. And for some reason, everyone decides to use those items when they cook. But, you know. Um, I would say I'm 100% me during the week. And on the weekends, it's 100% him. 
That's a unique split. No, I, w- I would like it to be 50-50 the whole week. <laughs> so you don't have a dishwasher. There's no dishwasher percentage in there. No, I would love like a once a day that we, or like w- once every two days for him to do it or something. Because I feel like he comes home from work. He's tired. Like if we are cleaning, by the way, all he wants to do is wash dishes. Because he doesn't have to do anything. He just stand and get a nice spa on his hands with warm water. <laughs> I hope they wrinkle up like little raisins. <laughs> I hope he's got a hangnail and the soap oh. gets in there. No, I'm he, just kidding. I promised my therapist I wouldn't get like super like aggravated at him. But you know what I freaking hate? Okay. I can't stand when he's washing the dishes. And like we don't have like one of those drain boards. I find that. When I threw that away and used a towel instead, like a small towel, like you put the dishes away faster because it's just there and it's like strategically put, like you lean the plates against the walls, like it's very organized. But when he does it, he doesn't organize it in a Tetris kind of way. He'll just <laughs> like put, he doesn't even think about like what would happen if one thing moved and hit into the other thing and it all come crashing down. I am literally like replaying probably 10 years of my life (laughs) where this has come up. (laughs) That's how things break, you know, like, oh, my God. I love a good game of Tetris, but I also like to dabble with like the fear of breaking things because I will teeter something on top knowing there's a 50 percent chance that that's going to fall over and it could it could break. Maybe maybe it just falls to one side. Maybe it shatters. I don't know. Do I risk it? Yeah, probably. What about laundry? I'd have to say 50-50 oh. on laundry because I love to have all the laundry done by Friday night. And then for some miraculous reason, laundry appears over the weekend <laughs> and it's not mine. <laughs> and then he'll do laundry over the weekend. Like if he's in between doing other tasks, like he might wash it and I have to throw it into the dryer because I found a load into the washer when I went to go throw you know, dirty stuff in the washer. So it wasn't in the laundry basket. But, uh, you know, I would say he's probably on the weekends and I'm during the week and definitely all the laundry gets done by Friday night. So here in this house, I would say it's a good 50-50 also. Although I do have to remind him, like he wouldn't just think like, oh, let me just switch the freaking wash. Like, nope. (laughs) Like (laughs) he'd have to actually like do it. I'm a folder and he's like a switcher. Oh, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. But I still As- do the both. Like we like he did. He never folds, of course, but I sometimes switch. <laughs> well, I love loading the laundry. I love switching it out. I do not like putting laundry away. And so we hang almost every article oh. of clothing. Yeah, I was like that in America when I had closet space, but not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> And the only things they have folded are towels. Should they ever be returned to me for my blessed children? <laughs> oh, my God. That sounds just like my mother. She, her, one thing she used to always complain about is how she can never find towels because they're all in our room. <laughs> it's it's a teenage. It's a young adult. I can't even say teenage. It's like a teenage slash young adult thing. I swear. It's like at some point you're going to live on your own. And I hope you hide all your own towels from yourself. and know what it feels like because... It is a struggle. Oh, I may be wrong, but I think at some point my mom got a a lock on her door, like with a key and then put the towels in her room. Oh, wait. I Okay. Oh, no. Mom confession time. Oh, no. There's not a lock on the door, but I definitely hide towels. I also hide my bougie water. (laughs) 
I might also hide certain potato chips on the rare occasions that we get potato chips because I have a certain daughter who finds said potato chips and eats them. Like it's a brand new bag. How do you eat that many potato chips? It, she's like pinky size big. And I'm like, what happened? And she's like, you might need to go buy some more, mom. I'm like, what? And that's how I know they're all gone. So yeah, you will, you will find as your little one gets older, much older, obviously, because she's super young, that you start stashing things away from your kids that you want to keep. And I know other moms can relate to this. Speaking of food, what about cooking? Uh, okay, this is how cooking goes down. If I don't cook it, <laughs> the options is he will make an egg-related dinner, which I don't like eggs, and or he picks up the telephone and orders. So <laughs> that's pretty much how cooking goes. Yeah, if and we, yeah, if he cooks, Aurel cooks, it's sunny side up eggs or takeout food. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it's a guy thing. Does anyone else have the same yeah. thing happen? It's not even, a, it's like not a guy. It was a me thing. <laughs> they don't not know how to cook. They really know how to cook. That's what sucks. Is like Aurel taught me how to cook. When I met him, like he taught me all the things that he likes because he's very freaking picky. Oh my God, I keep saying freaking today. Sorry. <laughs> it's just this week. Okay, I'm sorry. This will not be my attitude all the time. It's just, it's just her freaking week, people. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> but um, basically, like he taught me all the foods and how to make them. And the minute I start getting good at it, he all of a sudden forgot how to do things. He taught me how to make it, but he, he doesn't remember all of a sudden. And he's literally looking at me dead serious, 28 years old, all manly and whatever. And he's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Tell me I forgot how to make it. I don't know. I, how, I don't know. And I'm like, you taught me how to make it. How do you magically forget? This is the one most annoyingest thing about being married is how my guy, I'm not going to say guys because that's unfair, but my guy forgets how to do things like he just doesn't know how to fold towels. Guess what? I didn't know how to fold towels either. I freaking learned. Oh, sorry. Oh, God. I yeah. learned. How How else would I know how to fold towels? But he, he doesn't even want to try because then once I, I gave him a little class and he would just do it like so bad that it was such a waste of time because but he wait, wasn't even doing it straight. Isn't that the best way to get out of something? You do it that bad. You don't have to do it anymore. That, right. But they think that we don't know. They think we don't catch up. On that, like they think yeah. we, we we don't see right through it, but yeah, they still win because we're sitting here. Yeah. Well, I turn <laughs> around and I would be like, this is me. I'd be like, you're going to keep redoing it until you get it just right. That would be considered controlling. No, like to be like, oh, no, like, that is education to... at its finest. <laughs> you know, you would think I want to be like, um, hello, why don't you just put the stack, stack the plates against each other? One, two, three, four, put the cups on the side, the silver together. Like it's just so simple but i can't change the way he does something because that's controlling it's kind of funny but it is definitely been conversation pieces but you know you end up finding a groove and then sometimes you just do you really want to have a disagreement about it or you do you just let it go and if they break something like regarding the dishes that being stacked a certain way that's on them and they're probably going to feel guilty you might get a new dishware set out of it who knows right like Maybe be hopeful. Sure, I can get a dishware set if I want, anyways. <laughs> but I'm just saying, one you don't have to pay for. <laughs> uh. Though I don't know that I would want them to pick it up. Okay, maybe that's a whole bad angle. But anyhow, <laughs> let them do their thing, and then just see how it on un- it literally unfolds. 
or tries to fold itself if we're talking about the laundry because <laughs> the great debate in my house was how to fold the towel. And after many years, my way won, you know, persistence pays off, just like which way the toilet paper roll goes. But what else you got for questions? Now I'm like curious. I'm like, it's a game. How many points do I get? Oh, no, there's one left. Um, although there's more chores. I mean, like if you really want to get into it, I just figured that we probably shouldn't go through every chore because we'd be here for hours. <laughs> but <laughs> another one is taking care of the kids. And I know that my way looks a little bit different than your way right now. But I guess you have more time. Like your science experiment was longer. <laughs> so I have to do- <laughs> take my results for the past like eight months. I would say like that's, a very great area. So I want you to answer first. Oh, I was just going to make you do it. Right. Cause it's like, you can't (laughs) say what percentage cause it's so, that's such a sensitive one, you know, (laughs) it is hard. So uh, I would have to say that when I had each of my girls, I took a year off, but not their newborn year with the second one. I took off a year with the newborn year, but I also did my own at home business and worked outside of the home at night. So it ain't like I loved that. Um, So I definitely was probably 90% of me. Um, The first one, I went right back to work as soon as I could, which did take a little bit of time because she was little. And, but still I was the one that, you know, would drop them off to daycare and pick them up and have the evening routine and the middle of the night routine. I think with schedules, when somebody woke up in the middle of the night, it was convenient for them to do it, then they would do it. But I would say when they were really young, it was mostly me. Um, The middle years, it was probably 50-50 because of the difference in the work schedules. So I might drop them off. He might pick them up. He might have them for a couple hours till I got back home. Then I would have the evening and whatever happened during the overnight because he would get up so early to go to work, um, things of that nature. Now that they're older, I don't take care of them. (laughs) There is not, there is zero percent taking care of those kids. (laughs) Here's how it is in mine. Um, I feel like I should start with a little background. (laughs) (laughs) This ought to be good. The parenting system of my husband's parents. Okay. Back in the day. So my mother-in-law would like work a full-time job and cook like a meal a day and like clean the house and take them to school and take them to the doctor and basically do all the raising, you know? And not only that, but my father-in-law never changed a diaper before. What? Like ever? Yeah. So, and I'm not saying there's anything like, well, we're not here to talk about what we think people should be doing (laughs) because actually we think that society or like other people have no say in what happens in other people's households. And how it works. So for me, I wouldn't let Aurel get away with that <laughs> by not changing the <laughs> diapers, but that worked for them. And Aurel was raised by like a very strong mother involvement when it comes to like basically doing all of the raising the kids. Obviously my father-in-law like brought other things to the table. Right. And I'm not, I wasn't there. So to be honest, like, you know, this is just things I've heard and like what they say, like, you know, like they say like, you never change a diaper, things like that. Orel doesn't expect that I'm going to do all the housework and he's going to work and that's it. But when we first gave birth, like I have all this education from being pregnant for nine months and learning and learning and learning that I, I felt like I was doing most of the stuff. Um, also, he worked crazy hours. Oh, he still works crazy hours. So he was tired. So I woke up for all the feedings. Um, he did one on his way to work. 
but I was expected to clean the house. <laughs> like I was expected to make dinner. Like even er- very early on after my C-section, like there was no like help like that. <laughs> like it was just like, it, ugh, it was really bad. I, I got super sick. So I overdid myself, but then over time, like parenting became less scary for him, you know? Cause in the beginning, like he was just so fearful all the time. Like he couldn't put like clothes on her because he was so scared of like hurting her neck. But so I, I feel him, <laughs> but so now like she's older and she's easier to take care of. So I would say that, that it's not, it's like a little bit more balanced besides for, I work from home. So I'm working from home while taking care of her while he has like time away from at work, which like I'm almost jealous of. <laughs> well, I was just going to say it was definitely different when you had to work outside of the home. So here you have the kids in the morning, you drop them off as you're heading on your way to work. You work your eight hour day, maybe eight and a half, depending on your schedule. You're commuting a half hour, 45 minutes one way. Um, yep. We've got to add all that in there because it early is part of it. You come home and immediately you go back to picking either you picked up your child and or you get home and they're there and you immediately go into dinner mode, bath mode, get them to bed mode. And then at some point you're supposed to unwind and go to sleep. And maybe this is why I have anxiety now. It's literally flooding back memories. And I'm like, <laughs> I am so glad I don't know. I don't have to go through that again because it was tough. You didn't have any time for yourself because yeah. you're so devoted to your little ones. And I think staying at home, maybe there were some advantages, but there's also disadvantages because when you do go to work for that eight, eight and a half hour shift, you think, oh, it's a sigh of relief in some days and other days you're like, oh, why am I here? (laughs) Working from home has been intense. Like she cries a lot. She wants a lot of attention, but she's getting older and she's starting to like play alone. So that really helps with like that. And I try to bring her as close to me as possible. And like, I'll put her in her high chair and then like have some toys with her or like a snack. So like, I mean, I I figure it out. And then she goes to like my in-laws sometimes Like they always want her like, you know, two days go by without seeing her and they're ready for her again. So like, I do take advantage of that in a very healthy way, obviously a positive way where if I'm working and I know that they want her there and I know how much she'll laugh and smile. Like uh, sometimes I will send her over there, but hopefully when we move to our next city, we'll send her to like school or something. Well, see, knowing what I do versus what my partner does versus, you know, what doesn't get done, (laughs) I guess like I need to figure out like how to be on top of it all because laundry is never ending. When was the last time you washed your sheets? Do we need to go there again? <laughs> no. <laughs> Anyways, moving past that. So, um, <laughs> hey, you know, <laughs> I have not used this sheet in like a few weeks. <laughs> yeah, see, see, it's all coming out, people. We covered it on a previous episode. Please go back and listen to it if you no, have not. I don't think you heard what I said. <laughs> what did you say? I said I have not used the sheet. <laughs> What? What are you sleeping on? What is happening over there in Israel? What are you sleeping on? I'm now concerned. Just the mattress? No. That cannot be comfortable. No. Does your mattress have like a built-in mattress pad? No. Okay, then that cannot be comfortable. 
What do you wake up with like stitch marks? Because you know those things are like yes. designed and weave. Yeah, okay. Put the freaking sheets on them. Here, you're going to use the word freaking, I'm going to. Put the freaking sheets on it. Oh, I know. After you wash them. If they're already no, they're, they are washed already. Um, I had a feeling. <laughs> okay, we're going to work on this, Hadassah. <laughs> you said you wanted to work on things. <laughs> Number one today, Hadassah put sheets on bed. <laughs> I don't have an excuse. I just know that like, I wake up, I work one job, then I work another 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 job, and then I work another job until I have to go to sleep. But by the time I go to sleep, my husband's already sleeping. And so I can't put the sheet on the bed. So (laughs) (laughs) this is not where the episode was supposed to go. (laughs) Hey, you wanted to, you know, how to prioritize a little and get more things done and different things you could do. Yeah, I I would definitely start with, well, People ask all the time, do you get up in the morning and make the bed? And I'm like, oh, heavens, no. But maybe maybe it's something we could both strive to do. Let's see if it makes us different people. And we feel like we've got just that one more thing accomplished. They do say make your bed. Um, You know, the book. There's a whole book. Oh, well, okay. Um. (laughs) I'm going to read a whole book on making the bed. It's called Make Your Bed, and it's by this, like, um, I think it was an ex-Navy SEAL. I did read it twice or listen to it. Um, oh, let oh, me give you my audible. That, let's no. not get that fancy. I'm making one that, like, no quarter can bounce off of or something like that. No, no, no. In the military. What? No. I don't know. Quarter bounces off the bed because it's pulled so tight. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't think that's what the book is. I know that's not what the book is about, but I'll give you my audible password. and. Okay. You can read it. And it's basically like things he learned in the military. And one uh, through his like service, I think it's a Navy SEAL actually specifically. Oh my God. I really hope I'm not saying this wrong, but basically like the gist of it is um, that like, not the gist, but like one of the things is making your bed because you're starting your day already, like kind of succeeding in something. You set a little goal to make your bed. Obviously it makes you feel better because your room looks nice, whatever, but really it's that satisfaction of accomplishing something which we all know that actions lead to another actions i think we should do this okay number one i will fact check you on that by wait wait um, don't fact check me his uh, what do you mean i'm Why? gonna read his book oh okay his name so is that we have- um admiral william h mccraven sure yeah. we'll go with that i'll send you a- see it it's fine i'll send it to you but it's just like the mindset of like starting your day off with like a success and that's not what the whole book is about because there's like different like stories and how like lessons that he learned from it. So there's actually more than just that. But um, I dare you. It's not that long. It's it's a, it's a nice read or listen. OK, well, I will definitely read or listen because I do love a good audio book. And while I'm bebopping around doing laundry and whatnot <laughs> dishes, I can have that going. We could talk about house cleaning, life managing all <laughs> for hours and hours and hours. And we will wait and see but for now I, I say we wrap this up yeah thank you guys for listening to this because it's definitely one of those episodes where we knew that we are going to be real <laughs> even though we were having a week like it's hard it, it's hard to be negative because people don't want to feel that other people's negativity but people also don't want false positivity so I guess okay. we just hope that like we're coming across as ourselves so even if it isn't like super positive and super negative neither one of us is the type of person that will like throw our negativity on other people even if we feel that way like I guess I'm speaking for myself but I do know that from her like just being friends with her like she's not going to bring other people down so I hope that uh 
we were able to show that over the microphone. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, we're just as human as everybody else. So we just appreciate anyways, like that you're taking the time to listen to our podcast. Like just the fact that people are listening to us talk (laughs) each week (laughs) is amazing. Like we wouldn't have imagined that it would be like this amount of people, you know, to keep that vague. Like we didn't realize that we'd have such a, a good amount of people that hear us talk. So Oh, it's, it's mind blowing. It's definitely a lot more than where I pictured us at this point, like a lot. Picture that, yeah, but (laughs) we're happy. So thank you. Somebody likes what we have to say. (laughs) I know we talked about this in earlier episodes about how we want people to come on our podcast and share their stories because part of this podcast is to um, talk about our life. Just no reason. We're not trying to say like, oh, this is what you should do, right? We're just having conversations about things that are real and normal. Um, When we know there's There is a lot of podcasts like that, but there's a lot more podcasts that are a little (laughs) reaching for the stars, you know, I guess we hope that we're, we're normalizing a little bit, doing our little part in that. So, um, if you have a unique story about yourself, or if you don't, if you're just regular, like a plain old person, like everybody else, that's relatable. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Cause people relate to that too. So you can definitely reach out to us. If you ever thought like, Oh, I'd want to be on a podcast. Like we actually want you to be on our podcast. So it's perfect. Absolutely. And we cover just about any and every subject that you could possibly well, think of. So. Let's let's say like most. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like most of them. But yeah, anyway, so uh, thank you. We put out episodes every Wednesday and every Friday. So be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to this. And you can find us on social media at a bit above pod or email us at a bit above pod at gmail.com. Our next episode comes out on Friday. So be sure to look out for that. We'll see you then. Bye.